So I love this. Later this hour, we're going to be talking about procrastination. That's right. I love that. No reason to do it in a hurry, but we do want to get your stories on what you're putting off, how you deal with procrastination. We'll have some helpful tips on how to structure your procrastination strategy. Reach us at 8778-MY-TAKE or post a comment to the takeaway.org. In Tampa, there may have been a few folks last night who wanted to yell Christie for president when this fellow from New Jersey took to the stage. A New Jersey Republican stands before you tonight. Proud of my party, proud of my state, and proud of my country. New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, the keynote speaker last night at the Republican National Convention. Christie is a successful red Republican in a blue Democrat Northeast state. And last night, he was also the pragmatic bridge builder. The math of federal spending does not add up. With $5 trillion in debt added over the last four years, we have no other option but to make the hard choices, cut federal spending, and fundamentally reduce the size of this government. Bipartisan, hard choices, and Christie had some tough words for the Democrat at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. It is time to end this era of absentee leadership in the Oval Office and send real leaders back to the White House. America needs Mitt Romney and Paul Ryan, and we need them right now. So does Chris Christie convince new believers in the Romney-Ryan ticket? Does he ignite the base, or does he simply help himself as a rising GOP star? Looking forward to, say, 2016. Joining us now, Bob Henley, contributing editor for politics and investigations with our co-producer, WNYC. So, Bob, uh, you witnessed the speech. You were there with some uh, New Jersey delegates as well. Uh, How did it go down? I think that he accomplished all three, actually, John, as you laid out uh, what uh, Chris Christie did was uh, offer uh, Romney and Ryan a reset in that he took the fight rhetorically uh, to the White House. And as far as 2016, I think we need to not look at a hypothetical. Right now, Chris Christie, as co-chairman of the Republican Governors Association, is presiding over one of the most dynamic uh, pushes at the state house level across this country. Consider, of the 29 GOP governors currently holding office, 21 have taken office since 2010. 20 states now have a GOP governor and both houses of the state legislature Republican compared to the Democrats 11. These guys are playing a long ball game. And, you know, that actually dovetails with Karl Rove's strategy to retake the Senate, that there's a huge move in in this entire campaign, regardless of the fortunes of Mitt Romney and Paul Ryan, to really transform the landscape at the state and local level. And you say, Chris Christie, whatever happens here is definitely central to that effort. Exactly. When I uh, originally he stayed here at the Serata, where the New Jersey delegation is about 40 miles um, uh, south of uh, Tampa. Then he moved to the Westin in, in Clearwater, which is kind of the center of gravity in terms of the Republican Governors Association. And you know what, John? It felt like the lobby where the president's staying because of seeing like the likes of Haley Barber come and go by himself. I, a steady stream of the key players, both in fundraising and in Republican politics, coming and go looking for an audience. It was bizarre. Now, is it merely an audience, or is uh, Christie really part of the organization here? Is he really the mechanics making this machine work? He's a quarterback, and that's what's going on here. And you can see it in the whole way they've laid this out. He is trying to uh, use this campaign to basically take the brand that he's developed in New Jersey national. And the notion is here, you've got a, a country that has had 
uh, four years of a stalled economy. There was tremendous hope and promise when a Senator Obama ran. Obama ran on the notion of transformative change. Now the Obama narrative is, I'm not that guy. So, and we'll have to see, is President Obama able to recapture some of the power that he had in 2008 in terms of getting people uh, to, you know, to get past whatever fatigue there might be because he's been the incumbent for this last uh, first term. All right, uh, Chris Christie, in the hall there uh, in Tampa, does Chris Christie play as a uniter of this sort of faction driven Republican Party, as it's been described in the New York Times and elsewhere, even by some Republicans. And who in New Jersey would be a little annoyed by the speech that they might have heard last night if they tuned in? Well, it's interesting that the other Republican governors, and that's the thing here, is where they have an advantage of the Democrats right now is this deep bench of, you know, the Scott Walkers, the Kasich from Ohio, McDonald from uh, Virginia. And they all used the fact that they had been successful in lowering their unemployment rate. Chris Christie couldn't be in that A-team because what's actually happened in New Jersey is unemployment has gone from 9.6 to 9.8%, John, making New Jersey the fourth highest state for unemployment at the point where we are higher, get ready, higher in unemployment than Michigan. So we had to kind of uh, do a, a nimble uh, pivot and focus on the bipartisan successes, and he used the word bipartisan twice, which is kind of uh, courageous, actually, in a hall like uh, the one that we have here in Tampa in terms of the makeup of the delegates, and make a case about bipartisan teacher reform, uh, tenure reform, which is kind of like the holy grail. I mean, imagine New Jersey is the state with the oldest tenure law, and through working with uh, Democratic Senate President Stephen Sweeney and Democratic Assembly Speaker Sheila Oliver, New Jersey got it. He made the same point about public pension reform. So uh, is he having the time of his life here? You know uh, the governor from uh, the great state of New Jersey. Or, or is the pressure building here for, for him to either produce in his home state or really uh, set himself up for 2016 in some sort of electoral capacity? He has got to uh, be successful being the governor of New Jersey and delivering results while being a national leader. He uh, granted an hour interview with several local reporters like myself that cover him day to day. He was so at ease with himself. He, you know, he basically, there was discussion of, wouldn't you like to be attorney general? He's like, I am the governor of New Jersey. And so he does not, you know, we get caught up and wrapped around the axle of 2016 will happen. Right now, he sees himself at the center of American politics and in, in, in Republican politics from an unlikely place, uh, Trenton, New Jersey, a blue state. Right. All right. And he maybe didn't get completely upstaged there by Ann Romney. Bob Hanley, contributing editor for politics and investigations for our co-producer WNYC. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, John. On Notes from America, we have conversations with people across the country about how we can truly become the nation that we claim to be. Each week, we talk about race, our politics, education, relationships, usually all of them, because everything's connected. And you, our listeners, are at the center of those conversations. I'm Kai Wright. Join me on Notes from America, wherever you get your podcasts. 